self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red, because I just don't have it in me today. <laughs> we are Conversation Con Artists, back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. That's subjective, but from my perspective, it's great. <laughs> okay? This show is really like self-care for me. What do you mean? Like, I don't really care if a million people ever listen or this ever turns into anything, but it's like I spend so much of my week communicating with people under ethical boundaries, and I don't really talk to anybody outside of work because like, I'm a one-man show with work, Mm -hmm. that when I get here, I could just be free and say what I want (laughs) to say, and it makes me feel better. Well, that's good. I like it. That's what it's for for me, (laughs) self-care. Uh, I mean, I, I have the same ethical bounds, I guess, during the week. Um, I talk a lot more shit during the week. <laughs> but, you know, we, we get into our little debates every now and then. We but, do. like, that is nowhere near the irritation that comes along with Facebook debates. I don't even do that shit. I do. I love it. I, I, do, do I like it. Don't, I don't get me wrong. Them. But this is different. It's like I just get to go. I can't deal with facebook people so i just don't do it i can't but anyway you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and i can be found at red underscore calamity also we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show so if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show you can send it to our gmail account which is conversation con artist at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook conversation con artist and send it to us that way we have two listener letters uh, the first one is from Colin. Colin, <laughs> he said, "Red, come on, man, a Republican? No, uh, not just no, but hell no, they are bands, which is a bitch ass nigga." Kind regards, Colin. <laughs> so this is in regards to what I said about I could date, potentially date a Republican, depending on what his beliefs were. And I feel like I need to reiterate <laughs> that it depends on what they're believing. Because what you have to understand is that not only am I a therapist, so I'm very much a champion of mental health. I am a therapist that works with an underserved population in the city that I live in. And so these are people who um, don't have insurance. These are people that... Um, a lot of Republicans will have an issue with. And so because this is what I do for a career and because I am passionate about it, it would be very difficult for me to date somebody that had these like off the wall ideas about some of the folks that I see on a regular basis. Um, So while I said that I would, he would have to be a very special (laughs) Republican that like had very liberal (laughs) ideas about certain things so i have never dated a republican i will say that but i'm not gonna say at this point like dating is so shitty i'm just i feel like i don't need to count anybody out (laughs) it's so hard as it is that if i found somebody and like the only thing about him was that he's a republican but he was a republican in a way in which i could deal then I don't want to like completely like count him out, but he would have to be a very special Republican just with the way that I feel about certain things. 
I just had, you know, I'm coming to realize that I have a problem with the labels Democrat and Republican because I feel like now it used to mean something different, but yeah. now because politics is so polarized, it means that you're expected to accept this prepackaged uh, set of ideals. But that's what I mean. If it was a Republican who had his own ideas and was not just somebody that had that preset. Now, somebody with the preset ain't gonna fucking work because somebody with the preset, we're gonna have very different opinions about mental health in our communities. We're gonna have very different opinions about mental health and the gun issue. We're gonna have very varying opinions about a lot of shit that matters. So somebody that has that preset idea, that prepackaged, I wouldn't be able to date him anyway because we're going to have a lot of problems. But I feel like that, that prepackaged come when you call yourself a Republican. Uh, maybe. Or you just call your feel like otherwise you just call yourself a conservative. Yeah. I or don't know. conservative. I don't know how it's supposed to go. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't I know. Could not date, I could not date a Republican I've woman. I've never dated a Republican. Let me say that. So, <laughs> it's never happened. Do you know of any cool, decent Republicans? No. Because <laughs> the only person I can think of right now is Stacey Dash. Oh. And She's not cool, decent. No, 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 no. Just no. in general I mean, for that's a the only Republican okay. woman, black woman that I can think of right now Jesus. that's like, that anybody else would know. Like I wouldn't date Ben Carson. Ben Carson would never have had a chance with me. That's because like he got little bitty eyes. It ain't even that. Like he's an idiot. You can't see. <laughs> he's not an idiot. He is an idiot when it comes to certain things. He's able to do what you he's said smart last week. He's, he's smart, smart at. at. Yes, I was just about to say that. What you yeah. said last week. So he's an idiot is when it comes to like the issues within the community that he belongs to. And so it never would have happened. So like somebody like Ben Carson, that kind of Republican, hell no, like it, it would never have happened. First of all, Ben Carson wouldn't have wanted to talk to me because I feel like Ben Carson needs somebody like Candy. I would be way too outspoken <laughs> to be the wife of, of a politician. I ain't gonna be able to do it. I ain't gonna be able to do a sit up here and be fake so you can get elected. I ain't gonna be able to do it. I I don't really see me being the wife of a politician. Same way I don't see me being the wife of a pastor. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. It's not who I am. <laughs> not gonna be somebody's first lady. Just it's not what it is. I'm not I'm not that girl. <laughs> not her. But yeah. So he would have to be a very special uh Republican Colin and I ain't met him. So <laughs> I'm with you, Colin. I don't agree. Cause if that nigga started coming around me, all we doing is debating points. That's it. Well, that's what what it would be. I don't want a relationship where I'm just debating with you all together. And I feel like that's what it would be, especially somebody that had these. So what's a Republican value that you care so little about that a person could call themselves a Republican <laughs> and? <laughs> like what if he was old what if he supported the corporate tax breaks because he had a business but not very much else mm, if he only supported the corporate tax breaks because he had a business and it would benefit him i don't know even though something like a corporate tax break does uh, nothing to help or benefit the impoverished community in which you work i know i'm trying to figure out like what if he you you ain't gonna get down with the pro-life hell no i ain't gonna get down with the pro-life you know, you because not they ain't pro life. You pro get the baby here, but then you don't <laughs> want to support none of the damn 
um programs that help the baby once the baby fucking get here you just feel like bitches should have a kid well what happens when she had a kid then you don't give a fuck about little johnny out here without the shit he need you don't don't even support putting the baby in the cage if they in america (laughs) (laughs) but you talk about you pro-life the fuck out of here they not actually pro-life y'all full of shit because if you were you would care about these kids once they got here because you know the hard part is actually once they get here they require a whole lot of things when they get here so if you're a pro-life you need to be pro whole life not just pro get the baby here you should just have the baby don't abort the babies but then when they get here you don't want to help support the fucking kids fuck out of here what i think is happening is i think we're dwindling down the possibilities of there being a republican man that you could actually be in a relationship with that's probably why i've never been in a relationship <laughs> and as i get older and as i work in the community more and see these families face to and that's the thing i don't feel like a lot of folks who sit back and say all of this bullshit you don't have any actual experience talking to any of these people you are looking on the outside making assumptions making on based on stereotypes and not actually working in these communities and seeing how some of these families want to do better but can't do better because their circumstances just are not allowing it how they struggle and how you know the system is kind of set up to keep them where the fuck they never will get paid and some people do some people are lucky enough to where some break will happen that will allow it but it doesn't mean that that's just because they put enough effort and that these other people don't give a shit it means that they were one of the lucky ones but that ain't it's not how it goes across the board so i probably couldn't date a republican but i felt like in the spirit of being open-minded <laughs> when you break down the points i probably wouldn't be able to because we probably would disagree on too many things um so yeah because it's the pro-life would be a big one I don't because I don't believe they're actually pro-life I feel like they're full of shit when they say that because but you're pro-life but then you want to cut off all of these <laughs> programs that help these women who who maybe couldn't afford to have that baby that you said she should have you don't want to help then <laughs> you just you just want to get the baby here and then you had these kids growing up impoverished and shit but you don't give a fuck about that because they at least they was born the fuck it's the most passive way to support a life ever <laughs> To just sit back and be like, you know, this is when the life starts. I'm going to vote for people who believe in that. But the only reason that those people, I really had a hard time helping somebody understand that the pro-life movement is deeply rooted in Christianity. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, it's not. Most of the people I know just think that life being taken is wrong. And I'm like. I already can tell you too stupid for me to have this conversation with. But no, this is a platform that politicians use because they know that there is a large base of Christianity. Because mm-hmm. I had, this, I was like, you got to go back to the scripture. This scripture yeah. that indicates that if a man spills his seed, that is somehow wrong. Yeah, and spilling your seed is has been interpreted by you know Catholicism, I imagine, as Anytime a woman doesn't get pregnant. So pulling out, using mm-hmm. condoms, using birth control, using uh, any contraceptives, uh, it's frowned upon in the Catholic Church. Well, that's which why is a big it. part of the reason that there's a AIDS epidemic in Africa. Because the, the Catholicism, as it spread down there, they said, hey, condoms are bad, and now it's AIDS everywhere. <laughs> so, I mean, 
But but I but it's it's a platform that politicians use for for to that end. And I I just I know I could have no conversation with that dude. Like I said, I don't have a problem. If you say that you're pro life, I need you to be pro life. Life don't end when you fucking get here. When that baby is born, they got a whole lot of life to live. You cannot stop supporting that just to get the baby here. That's just not how that fucking works. You're not actually pro life. You're pro birth. Say that. Say you pro birth because that's what that is. You're not pro life because pro life means that you want these kids once they get here to have the best life possible. And sometimes some of these people that you tell us you had these babies ain't shit. I would say pro forced birth. <laughs> you know, it's like we don't want no options for women to not be able to have babies. You gonna have the baby. Have this baby. You know, we ain't gonna help you when the baby, the baby get, get here. Get here and they be like, okay, baby, we got you here. Uh, don't smoke crack. Uh, <laughs> liquor. If you do it in excess, you're going to have life problems. Uh, go to college. You can't afford it. But go figure there. it out. Uh, if you poor, don't become a criminal. Woo, don't become a criminal. I know it's hard if you're poor, but don't become a criminal because if you fuck around and kill somebody, we going to kill your ass. We going to put you on death row, inject you. Cause well, then it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> because the same people that are pro life be pro death in the two. Exactly. What the fuck kind of sense does that make? How you pro life and pro death in one whole platform? <laughs> That's garbage. That don't even make no sense. Like, cause life for them ends at birth. That so I really feel like they need to change their platform to pro birth because pro life means that you care about this child as they grow and you want them to become the best that they can be and it also would mean that you would feel that it's wrong to take the life of motherfuckers even if they did something bad because judge not lest ye be judged like people pick and choose what the fuck they want to pull from the Bible to go by but you feel it's okay to kill him because he killed somebody but she better had this baby that she can't afford to take care of had a baby. You pro birth. You're not pro life. Just say that. Just say that. So, Colin, you're probably right. I just wouldn't be able to fucking Republican. It's trying to be open minded, but yeah, it's not gonna happen. Um, the next mail that we got was from Brittany. She said, Hey peeps, I wouldn't be mad at the bride. I would have sent my bill to the deserter. This was in reference to the story we talked about last week where the bride the dude left she had that destination wedding that she paid for everything mm -hmm. and then he was supposed to pay for the venue and didn't so people arrived to here's why i would be mad at the bride Brittany. Uh, she did some more but <laughs> well let me finish the part about the marriage so she's also said this story also opened my eyes i honestly thought that marriage licenses were applied for before the actual wedding this thought came from me wondering what's going to happen once they get back do they live together question if marriage is the goal for a couple should it take 10 years to figure it out assuming um this is 10 consecutive years is this truly reasonable so back to the bride why i would be mad at the bride Brittany, is because it was so many fucking flags pointing to that this is not a good choice to make ma'am you paid let me find that story she had to pay let's see okay so she said that she purchased a dress for three grand paid for the dj which was two grand photographer four grand and other small purchases totaling two grand he spent three hundred dollars for my hair and nails and five hundred dollars for the venue deposit which he told me he paid but he did it the fact that you was paying for all of this stuff that didn't put up a red flag in your mind like 
<laughs> he don't seem like he's as invested to me. Like this, that should have been a, a problem for you. I was thinking that maybe there was a scenario where she makes extraordinarily good money and he don't make as much money. And so she kind of gave him some wiggle room on what would be paid. But that's still stupid. Because y'all should have been saving up to this point and therefore he should have been able to contribute more than your hair and nails and the venue that he didn't pay for. So I ain't even going to count the venue. He basically paid $300 because you don't, he ain't even paid the 500 So he ain't do that. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like if, if you sent the bill to the deserter and y'all went on Judge Judy to get that back, Judge Judy will look at you like the dumbest <laughs> person for thinking you finna get this money back. This, he don't care. I would be I just, more I, upset at the bride than the deserter. Just because you make better decisions. <laughs> Shit. Don't get me wrong. The deserter is... He I think asshole. the deserter by default is garbage. He is. He you absolutely know, I, is. Like, he's he's trash can juice. Yes, he is. He's at the bottom. He, we already know that about him. Now we got to question the sanity <laughs> of, of the bride. <laughs> We know he ain't shit, but sh- her. Y'all was together she let, for ten years. She let a lot of shit fly for ten years. He couldn't put no more on it than three hundred dollars. <laughs> and he Y'all decided for a decade. And he decided this was the moment I'm gonna leave the relationship. <laughs> After she didn't pay for all this shit, she didn't pay for the damn honeymoon and didn't get no insurance, so she can't get the money back. Have that, I wonder if she been paying for this shit for like the last five years or something. I don't know. And he got in too deep and realized it ain't really no way out of this. Because it didn't say how long they were engaged. She just said 10 years gone in 10 minutes. So they had been together for a total of 10. But I don't know how long they had been engaged. Either way, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and it should have been a red flag. And because it wasn't a red flag, now I'm over here at this fucking destination where that ain't finna happen. I blame you, Beckett. You should have knew better or whatever. She wasn't white, but. You shouldn't have a destination witness. Not for people to show up. You should have destination of wedding because you don't want people to show up. That's <laughs> yes. what I'm doing. If I have, if I'm get married, like, I ain't finna fucking fly out to Greece for this damn wedding. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like, yeah, on the inside. I'm gonna be like, damn, man, that's fucked up, man. I, I really wish that you was able to come here and share this moment with us. Yeah. Hey, baby, he can't come either. Goddamn hell yeah, it's just gonna be me and you. <laughs> That's my plan for it. If I have a destination wedding, it's so people don't come. I don't want you out here celebrating no exquisite place with me. I don't <laughs> hang out with you like that over here. But now I want you around me telling me about my future. That's hilarious. I don't want that. <laughs> the next part of her thing was that if marriage is the goal for a couple, should it take 10 years? Hell fucking no. Let me tell you, especially now. I might have felt differently about this if I was like 22. At almost 34, I'm not going to be 44 when we get married. It ain't going to take. If you take you that long for you to determine whether or not you can deal with my shit, we don't need to be together. 10 years is a long ass time for you to be together before you get married. Unless you got you got together when you were really young. I can understand that waiting for because you don't know. Like when you're really young and both of y'all are still figuring out who the fuck y'all are gonna be, I could see that. But like at this age here, where where I'm at right now, I'm not gonna be with you in ten years. The fuck you, you either gonna know or you ain't gonna know. <laughs> it ain't gonna take ten years. I don't, I think that's an unreasonable amount of time. And I don't um 
I'm gonna say this uh, value marriage. <laughs> so for me, I, if I choose you and you are somebody that I would marry, if I cared about marriage, then I just I would like to be with you forever. If you want to get married, we can get married, but marriage as a concept to me i just don't like it but if you cared about marriage would it take you 10 years to propose to somebody i mean if you care about marriage no it shouldn't but that's that's one of the problems i have with marriage (laughs) marriage has this superficial fucking uh sand glass on it (laughs) once you start dating somebody as a woman (laughs) you turn that you turn that sand glass over yeah well and at one point we need to be in a relationship at another point we need to be dating, seriously looking into marriage, and at another point we need to be married. Look. And if that if that last <laughs> drop of sand ain't goddamn down since that, in, defi- in defense of women, because I've had this conversation with many of my male friends before. Let me tell you why women seem to have this hourglass that they turn over. It's because everybody else in their fucking life is also turning over this damn hourglass. Let me tell you what I go through every Thanksgiving. (laughs) And I love my uncle, okay? He's amazing. He's a great guy. Every Thanksgiving, we have to have a conversation about, you ain't dating nobody. You ain't, when you gonna settle down and have some kids? Now, I know that I'm not gonna just run out here and just marry anybody and and have a fucking kid with them. So, like, I don't, it it annoys me because it's like, nigga, we talked about this already. But but it isn't enough that's gonna make me feel like oh shit I, maybe I do need to be doing this any more than like I already like I want to have a kid right my biological clock is ticking so that shit is fucking with me but like the shit he say now nah, it's just annoying but for some people that shit gets to them if you got everybody in your life counting your eggs for you and you got everybody in your life talking about how you ain't finna settle like you get so much more pressure as a woman as you get older than a dude you could be fucking Hugh Hefner your whole life and people would just be like man that on point when he wasn't trying to settle down with none of these hoes on point was just out here fucking bitches and so like you would be fine but it's not to the point of like an old spinster like it used to be in, in years ago but there is still a stigma around women being single and childless at a certain age and so Sometimes the hourglass don't even get turned over by them. It's by niggas in the background talking shit all the time. Cause like at some point, if you hear something enough, you might start to be like, "Well, shit, maybe I do. <laughs> maybe I do need to get married and have a kid." Everybody keeps saying that shit to me. I go to church with my mom. I only go to church with my mom like maybe twice, three times a year. I get the same shit from me at church. Like anytime I see somebody that has known me for a long time that's one of the first shits i get all the time like it ain't how your career going it ain't how you been doing is you ain't you ain't found no dude yet (laughs) so in defense of women they get a whole lot more pressure about that shit than dudes you need to make it uncomfortable for them (laughs) you know all it takes is one time to make somebody uncomfortable that they won't ask you if you having kids no more when you gonna have some kids oh i don't know i'm just afraid that i might drown one in a bathtub just out of sheer frustration one day i'm like oh (laughs) i bet they'll never ask your ass that shit ever again they won't they're gonna think you a sociopath but you know you're not and i know you're not at least we don't have the evidence to uh to determine that you are True. but they they'll think you're crazy but it don't matter what they think just like it don't matter that you. they talking about <laughs> your kids and you settling down but i think that's a part of the issue with marriage like 
if marriage wasn't a factor, you just choose somebody that you want to be with. Yep. And be with them and have a kid and all that pressure of the amount of time that it takes to do so yes. outside of your biological clock mm-hmm. wouldn't make a difference. So to me, if the person that I'm with want to get married, let's fucking do it. Let's have this big ass ceremony. <laughs> oh, I ain't doing that. I mean, shit. at the end of the day, I, I would like to do a really quick shindig courthouse no wedding and let's have a big celebration that. with some deliciousness. Cause you know what? I fuck with deliciousness. <laughs> Let me orchestrate that. But I'm just saying, if she values it that much, then I'm gonna do it. But at the end of the day, don't value marriage because it puts unnecessary strain on people. And I went to this event yesterday and, and she was calling out stuff on the cards and the room was set split up in a yes, maybe, and a no. Mm-hmm. And they said, are you ready for marriage? And a whole bunch of people went to the yes side. I went to the no side. Me, a lady that was already married and a woman that don't look like she even like people <laughs> came over to the no side. And they was like, oh, oh, and a, um, a clearly, clearly flamboyant gay dude oh, okay. he came over there too well, and, he, and so she went down the line asking why why don't y'all want to get married why ain't y'all ready for marriage and the first the, the the gay dude was like i'm too selfish and i was like oh okay well honest with yourself that's good very yeah, much so and when it came to me they was like oh uh, why you not ready for marriage mr on point and i'm like i can't see marriage right now like I'm more interested in the journey the because you asking me if I'm ready to participate in something that I ain't even met the person to potentially participate in it True. with. I'm really interested in finding the person and the journey from getting to know that person all the way to wanting to be married. I can't see marriage right now. So for me right now, if you ask me that question now, no, I'm not ready to be married. I'm ready to meet the person that I could potentially marry so I can start that journey. But yeah. to me, you know, and, uh, to me, marriage ain't the end goal of a relationship. Marriage, biblically, is the beginning of a relationship. True. You know, and so people think that these 10 years that it took to get to marriage, this shit's still realistically just the beginning. And to be honest, it's really, to me, just more so than anything else, a milestone. I think the goal of a relationship is a successful relationship. Whether you're married, whether you're not married, but marriage is just a milestone in the context of a relationship that's potentially successful. Well, even if you take out marriage, like her same question, if marriage is the goal uh, for a couple, should it take 10 years? And is this truly measurable? Even if marriage isn't the goal, if, if just finding your life partner, the person that you're going to be with, it should not take you 10 fucking years. Again, to determine whether or not you can deal with my shit and I can deal with your shit, it shouldn't take 10 years. Like, that's an unreasonable amount of time, I feel like, going back to um, Brittany's question. I think it's measurable, but I don't know that it is measurable as in we have like a, a this set guideline. I think everybody kind of has to make that decision for themselves. I personally would not stay with nobody for 10 years and it, and it not we not already be either well if we're not gonna get married not like committed to being in this life partnership or getting married not not mm -mm. it's crazy because the bell curve in this regard is flipped because the outliers of men are the ones who you know want marriage and have that time frame and the norm of men is they (laughs) don't got no damn time frame yeah and for women the outliers are women who don't have no time frame but a bulk of the women that clock is ticking and they want that shit 
So I think that's a dilemma we have. And so I guess it's necessary for women to have that time clock. But then again, what are you potentially coercing a man into doing that ain't ready to do something that you want to do? I don't want you to do it. I ain't coerced shit with what I'm saying is. But I'm saying if the man cares enough about you, that's just what it's going to be. I mean, he but might not verbalize it the way I'm verbalizing it. He <laughs> might not say, damn, girl, you coercing me. Damn. You got a you got a sand glass going, don't you? It must be at the final granules of sand at the bottom about to drip down. Now, I don't know why this is a 50-year-old uncle sounding dude. I don't know why you gave him that voice. I'm just saying, like, he not going to say that. He just going to be like, okay, baby. And then he going to call his homeboy and be like, nigga, she want to get married. And all these niggas going to be like, married? <laughs> nigga, you said you were never going to get married. That's how it's going to be. But so and, and what he going to do is he going to go along with you. He going to get married to you. And then y'all going to get an argument. He going to I ain't even want to get married. <laughs> you wanted that shit, that's so I you get did your, it. That's how you get divorced. <laughs> Here's the thing about me. That's how you get that Jill Scott bottle in the back of your head, <laughs> like on uh, "Why Did I Get Married?" Too right. Here's so what I've always said. I'm not finna. I'm not finna have a bunch of conversations with you about where the relationship is going. If at a point that I deem reasonable, which is not six months in, <laughs> but at like let's say eighteen months, if I if I bring up the conversation of marriage and you react poorly i'm gonna take that as how you feel about it i feel like what you're talking about is somebody that gets pressured because she keep bringing it up and he finally just have to be like shit either i'm gonna have to do this or she gonna be gone i ain't we ain't gonna get to that point because i'm gonna take your initial reaction because if we are on the same wavelength and i bring it up it ain't gonna freak you out it ain't gonna be no shit like marriage <laughs> <laughs> if you respond like that that's my answer for me i ain't finna keep going back and forth with you i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna keep bringing it up because i don't have time for that shit i just don't i ain't and i'm so impatient i realize as i get older i get so much more impatient with bullshit i just my threshold for it is so small so you ain't gonna get an opportunity to marry me out of let me just shut her ass up so she because she won't do this I'm going to pay attention to your initial response to me bringing that up. If, if it's been long enough, which I would never bring it up like super early. If you respond poorly, shit, that's my answer. You don't want to, you're not ready to get married. And for me, all this time that then passed, if you ain't made ready now. I just don't like the idea that if you found somebody that you would spend the rest of your life with, but you wouldn't because they won't do it on your terms or they won't do it when you're ready or they might not value marriage. I just think that's real odd. They have everything that you are willing to accept in a person that if you go through the process, I will be with you forever. If you don't want to do that, then no, worried about if it. we have had conversations where you've said that you don't believe in marriage, but you would be willing to commit yourself to somebody, that's different. If you really truly just have an issue with marriage, because I don't really, I mean, legally there are benefits to being married. Okay, as far as when it comes, it's a lot easier to be married and make get make arrangements so that we our shit is like connected, or if if something happens to you then we have all of that in place legally it does help but if you just really have some shit against it that's fine but 
it can't be that you just ain't ready to commit that it can't be the equivalent of you just not ready to like man i don't want to be locked down to this one late that shit no that's a problem and for me if that's how you feel that's fine but that's not what i'm looking for because again i'm finna be 34 i don't really have a decade in me if i want to have a kid with a person that i'm like with and 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 again we're not necessarily even married to but committed to i don't have that time so unfortunately that means that if this is not something that you're willing to do because i'm on a clock (laughs) a biological clock that i have no control over eh. so it sounds like a dilemma for somebody like you would be a man who verbally says that he's interested in marriage and would like to marry but may not have the same time schedule of that as you yes so your time schedule is 18 months from now and his time schedule is 57 months from now yeah that ain't gonna work that's gonna be a problem it's gonna be a problem even if he want to marry yeah but just not in your time frame because like where's the wriggle room and where your time frame is and where his is like if you like him that much is it a situation where to be will you at some point give him an ultimatum at some point where you be like I hear you. I hear your fifty. Like like Vegas. I see your fifty seven, <laughs> but I lower you forty two. So again, here's the problem. You gotta play lower than that. <laughs> Mess yourself up. You gotta play like twenty eight. Yeah. Let him come up. <laughs> but here's the problem with that, especially in my particular situation. I don't want if because if, if I was just gonna have a baby with just in, I could have been did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I could have done that shit long time ago. I want to give my kid what i didn't have which is a a a stable household where you have both of your parents that's what i would like and cocaine what what the fuck is why do you that's something you didn't have i don't want cocaine in it healthy shit that i didn't have nigga healthy shit i'm just i'm just (laughs) sometimes you got to go to extremes to find out where people really at it's like the third or fourth time that you've mentioned coke to me i don't know why you want me to be strung out on coke but you keep i don't want you to be strung out on coke i just I just want you to draw in from an extreme so I know where the where the baseline is. No coke. Okay. <laughs> not gonna happen. That's not the last you hear of cocaine. <laughs> but but because of that, I'm not going to so let's say you do say it's fifty seven months and I wait and then something in that time happens where you decide this ain't what you want. I'm fucked now. No, you're not. Yes, I am, because I'm gonna have to start over with somebody else. From but, point zero. But he will be murdered. What are they going to do for me and me wanting the baby? Make you feel better. <laughs> no. I'm going to go to jail. You murder them. You're not going to go to jail. You're going to get away with it. I mean. Because you're going to go to my class <laughs> of, you know, murder 101. It ain't like how to get away with murder. They got <laughs> fucked up in that whole they situation. Did. My did. class is better than this. You're going to go to my class. You're going to get away with it. And, you know. Still going to be childless, though. So, for me, because of again i i have a very short amount of time i have some health problems so like the longer i wait the more fucked up this situation is gonna get and waiting for your time frame that may be 57 months is not a guarantee that we're gonna get married in that time it's not a guarantee that some shit won't happen so what having a baby outside of marriage is out of the question for you even if it no, was intentional having a baby outside of a committed situation is out for me okay where i have some reason to believe that you're gonna be here during this child's 
us raising this kid together marriage just kind of i mean and it's not to say that a nigga can't walk away from me because we married it's just gonna make it a little harder for him to do that you know what i'm saying like your your level of commitment you've shown me through the willingness to do this because it's gonna make it harder for you to walk away from this shit you know marriage just costs money you can be the beneficiary on a life insurance policy I can, legally again and which if he dies accidentally <laughs> uh come to my class then you can get paid again marriage helps with the legal aspect uh, as far as if if something happens to him me and the kid being able to be taken care of as opposed to me being a girlfriend and his family being you know what i'm saying like legally marriage helps with shit now from like a, a standpoint of like you know fidelity and shit and but legally it helps um so no i wouldn't even say that i wouldn't have a child out of marriage out of wedlock but it's gonna have to be we gonna have to be secure in our shit i'm gonna have to know that you in it for the long haul so that i'm not gonna be and again shit might go left <laughs> at some point i just want to know that i did all i could you know what i mean yeah so that's that's my point i just want to make sure everybody know that i do not teach people how to murder <laughs> you sound a real convincing. not officially okay <laughs> not officially now you don't know if i do or not. if i don't <laughs> but yeah like i want to do everything on my end because again i don't have no control over him so we could get married and he could he could do fuck shit i don't know um or we could we could say that we're going to be committed to each other for life and he do fuck shit i just want to do everything on my part to ensure that, that if it does happen i know you just a bitch ass nigga like i i did my homework i checked the boxes i made sure everything was in place if you decide to go crazy and i have to leave then that is what it is but i'm not gonna feel like i rushed into something i'm not gonna feel like i didn't pay attention to like red flags that's what i mean so I'm not going to ever say that I wouldn't end up getting divorced or, or whatever because I'm going to, you know, pick the perfect person for me. I don't know that that's true. People change. You never know. But yeah. if it happens, I'm going to be like, well, shit, I did what I could. That nigga just wasn't shit. Wasn't nothing else I could do. <laughs> it is what it is. You need to continue with the rest of the question. Oh, but yeah, I do want to say, <laughs> don't don't worry. What am I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, be don't happy. Kill, don't kill your mate. Don't kill somebody who wrongs you. It's not a good thing, even if it's the most well constructed, <laughs> amazing plan that you have ever seen created. Even if it's that, don't don't murder. It's bad. You go to jail. Her second part actually was what you just said. Also, what would you do if you married a person that had one set of political views that you agreed with while dating, but changed while married? For example, they were Democrats that cared about poverty and pollution, but changed to Republican that only cared about money and stricter policing. Just one scenario. It depends uh, on how. I just think that's a really hard set. Like you don't go from Fern Gully to Scrooge McDuck. It's, <laughs> <laughs> that's really extreme. It is. You know, and but, it would have to be something extreme for me to be like, no, nigga, no. If it was to that extreme, we ain't, we're no longer compatible at that point. And I'm oh, not. I know how it can happen. How? Huh. Uh, win the billion dollar lottery. Yeah, but uh, see, then you just then forgot where you came from. You want to be an asshole. Don't give a damn where I came from. <laughs> Throw some money to some charities and let me go eat uh, fancy foods in my yacht. I really ain't going to eat no fancy foods. I'm just going to have a yacht. I'm going to have a yacht with just ribs on it. <laughs> I'm gonna have a person that's there all the time cooking all kind of different ribs, smoked ribs, 
oven baked ribs, regular charcoal grill ribs, <laughs> all the ribs. It's just, I'm just going to ask people, you want to come to my rib yacht? They're going to be like, rib yacht? Is that one word? No, 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 no. It's a yacht, but it got ribs. Say it. <laughs> rib yacht. Come to the rib yacht. It's going to oh be amazing. <laughs> if somebody changed that drastically, I mean, we're no longer compatible at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, listen, people grow apart sometimes in marriages, especially when you rush into it and you didn't really know that person and that person maybe wasn't really even setting who they were. That's why I don't really agree with like folks getting married super early mm-hmm. because when you get married super early, before you even have figured out who you are, what happens if you figured it out while you're married to that person and who y'all are aren't compatible to what, who you were in the beginning? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, at this age, I ain't finna change too much. This is who I am. So, yeah. whoever married me, this is what you're gonna get. Maybe a little worse as I get older, because I might... my <laughs> The track record in my family is like, the older women don't give a shit and just say whatever. And I can't wait to get to the point where I can just say whatever the fuck I want and you can't do this because I'm old. <laughs> But other than that, like my my political views on things, it's not gonna really change that much. And then, so if you if I get with you and you do this drastic turnaround, we ain't compatible anymore at that point. Listen, I feel like I am not a fan of being somewhere that I don't want to be, mm-hmm. doing something I don't want to do, mm-hmm. or being with somebody I don't want to be mm-hmm. with. I don't give a shit if I sign on the dotted line. <laughs> if I care that much, I'd be paying my student loans off right now. <laughs> So if you in your like, I, I feel like I'm gonna do a decent job of setting up the expectations mm-hmm. of what a person is gonna have, and I'm gonna set up a decent enough expectation of what I want from them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't deliver that, if you can't deliver that, I hope that I'm gonna be able to communicate to them at the beginning that I'm not gonna stay somewhere nope. I don't want to be. Hell no. I don't care. Life too short. I ain't it's be. too short to be sitting around. It's a woman who was at the little same shindig that I was at, mm-hmm. who said that she thinking about leaving her husband, and everybody in there was like, "Oh, how you know you need to leave? You know, it might not be. You might need to go to counseling." I'm like, mm. "Man, this woman that said she want to go, man, I, don't, I ain't asking no goddamn questions. <laughs> she done whatever process she need to do to yep. determine she gonna go." Now, if you come to me as a counselor for help, then I'm going to try to help you figure it out. She sat in that place and told a whole bunch of strangers, I think I'm going to leave my husband. She ready. For 20 years, I done took care of all the bills, done done everything. He been sick, two heart attacks, uh, substance abuse, rehab. Shit. He, all of that. I've been there taking care of everything. And now he clean and on his feet. And now he acting brand new. Like, oh, his hell. money is his money now. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> Bitch, do you remember when you was vomiting because you was snoring coke? Do you remember that new money? Like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm just saying, no. I, I know it's mm-hmm. not at that point. Mm-hmm. At the point that I've dedicated my life to wanting to spend it with you, it's not going to be easy to get me there. Yeah, but I promise. But you, there's a point. There I promise is a you, point. if you know, if I find out you've been snoring coke for the last damn, <laughs> you know, seven months, and I and I seen some signs of something, but I had no idea it was substances. That's a wrap. <laughs> I'm not like I don't. Addicts need support. They do. They got to get that it. from a counselor, <laughs> and, uh, NA, and rehab, because you ain't getting it from me no. like that. Substances is the reason that I ain't never drank or smoked a day in my life is because that shit got something to do with my my life. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, not to be I mean, I hate to pry partly into your 
you know, life situation with what I'm finna say, but I can't around red, I can't have my feet off on the floor rubbing my feet oh, on yeah. the carpet. Nope. That means something. <laughs> you might not know what it means, yes. but it means something. So if you start to tap into the shit that impacted me, that's dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Substance listen, there are a lot of things that I would stick around for you know sickness and health and all of that but there are things because of my own life experiences i have talked a lot about my dad and his drinking i'm not going to be there for you through alcoholism sorry i'm not gonna do it okay i have been dealing with that my entire life through him even as an adult not as much as when i was a child because i, I live on my own but it still impacts my life to this day so I'm, that's not something that I feel like I'm even capable of helping somebody through at this point. You know what I'm saying? My own life experiences have kind of, there's no way. And so somebody developing an alcohol problem, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to put my kids through it. I'm not, cause I know what it feels like. So that, that would be a breaking point for me. That's one of them shits where it's like, okay, well, Godspeed, and I hope you AA help, and I hope you get, you know, I hope you figure this shit out. I'm not going to be able to help you through that, though, because I I don't even have it in me at this point. So that that's one of my, we guys, it's over. <laughs> Developing a, an alcohol addiction. And don't get me wrong, I feel like if I found that out and you were at a situation where it was salvageable, I will try my best to help you with that situation but i'm gonna have a very low tolerance for dealing with that <laughs> you know you the thing is you're not gonna want to deal with the person i become uh, once yeah. that happens yeah that like we both might be miserable in that situation i feel like i would be mean and i don't want to do that i feel like i would be a very unsympathetic bitch to say like i, I just i don't have it in me like i, I that would invoke such anger in me because of my own shit and it ain't even fair to that person you know what i'm saying so like i'm not gonna put my childhood issues on you through me being a bitch to you because you had this this problem you know what i'm saying like i'm just not gonna be able to help you i'm telling you oh <laughs> um, like i'm not leaving you because of you i'm leaving you because of me for you yeah basically so <laughs> that's how that goes <laughs> I'm I'm doing you something good. Yeah, because you know if I stay, is I'm not gonna be the person that you met. I don't know. I keep saying stuff like, "Oh, I said I'm gonna do you something good." Why did why, why did I say that? I don't know why you talking like somebody uncle today. I don't know. No, what it Damn, is. Damn, talking like an uncle from Selma. But um, but yeah, there 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 are limits there, and I feel like everybody should have that. I don't feel like you should just stay with people no matter what the fuck they do. I don't think that's reasonable. I don't think that you should have such little things that you will walk away. But I feel like everybody should have a limit of things where it's like, all right, nigga, you crossed the line. So <laughs> it's too far. I don't think that just because you dedicate yourself either through marriage or whatever. That don't mean I got to deal with anything you do. That's not what that means. I read a tweet that said, uh, "The you'll never really know a person until they'll go through uh, um, extreme financial troubles, they lose a loved one, or they become extremely ill. Yeah. And the dude responded to that, first date ideas, freeze their assets, murder a family member, <laughs> Shit. And poison they dinner. Good God. <laughs> if 
find out real quick then, Jesus. won't you? Yeah, but uh, but I was just you know I, yeah. I again disregard the second you part. You are really advocating for murder today. <laughs> just want to point. I'm that in out. a particular type of uh, mood. I, I think. see. Because uh, I was interacting with my clients different today. What is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the moon full. My God, don't say that. I got to do... Let's hope not. <laughs> because my clients lose their fucking mind. I don't know what that has to do with anything. And I used to be like, people full of shit. But it is true. <laughs> because is. the weeks when there are full moons, oh my God. <laughs> it's like everything blow the fuck up and i i can't deal with it right now so let's hope not let's hope not um that's for why did you look up august that's just what came up oh it's it's october uh anyhow the last part of her letter well second to the last i think viola davis has the look that european white men go after especially after she took their wig off i think stacy dash has the look that american white men and women look for and accept i could see that i feel like european white men like more of that um <laughs> that the traditional african like you know what i'm saying like they like uh the the models the models that come from the yeah. really dark ones with the short hair i feel like they like black women that look like but that that's that because, are more that's because american black women are white women in blackface <laughs> <laughs> essentially like they every not today i mean traditionally yeah. like when you compare to the stacy dashes because don't get me wrong i support natural hair movement mm-hmm. i support everything that helps us embrace who we are at the core but I think that uh, a, a Stacey Dash who bleaches her skin or Botoxes her face or <laughs> wears her hair straight, who talks the way that she talks. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Pitching that that's bitch. just, I think to a lot of white men, that's a that's just a black woman pretending to be white. It's a safe version of black. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a it's a more acceptable version of black like it would be different for a white man to take stacy dash home than take me home you know what i'm saying like i feel like even though we are both women of color i feel like the response that we would get from the parents would be a little bit differently mm-hmm. so as soon as you walk in they're gonna say can i touch your hair <sighs> Soon as Stacy Dash walk in, they're gonna ask her about her portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mom thought this was dreads and she got up. She's like, Are you dreading your hair? I was like, Do this look like dread? You just be looking clearly for she some asked shit. You, clearly, she asked you that because, like, uh, what was the stand up? This, this black comedian was like, uh, I think it might have been Patrice O'Neill. I don't know. He was like, uh, This dude. He called him a Korean, and the dude said, "Do I look Korean to you?" And he was like, "Yes, yes, motherfucker. All y'all look the same to me. That's why I said it." <laughs> it might have been Dave Chappelle. I don't know who it was, but clearly she asked you because she thought your hair looked like some dreads. But it doesn't to me. But apparently, that's because you did it, and you know. It's just 
coils i did finger coils for anybody that's natural that knows what finger coil if you just google finger coils you just take your hand your hand twirl it around your finger with some gel on it so it stay but they don't look like just to me you need to tell your mama that i did tell her that but <laughs> but see my brother dreaded his hair and she was against it and so i think she was like not another one <laughs> william has dreads like how long is his dreads now they're pretty long like shoulder length um but yeah, so and she ain't with this shit. She's not a dread lover. And what the hell your daddy got? Nigga hair. Like like it still grow. Mm-hmm. He ain't got like a uh, male pattern baldness. No, nah, he got a head full of hair actually. My granddaddy had a had a whole a half tooly dot like a box. He always kept it in a box. My dad keeps a low cut, but he ain't got no. William is is probably gonna be all right. If my dad is any indicator, because he has a full head of hair still, and he's almost seventy, and he ain't got no bald spots, like he we just ain't got, got a full head of three hair. generations, so my son ain't got no hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap, buddy. If you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> years, years, from years now, at least fourteen years from now. Yes. Um, but yeah, he gonna be fine. He, he should be fine. So far, he ain't. I mean, my dad don't even. His hairline hasn't even receded. Like he just got hair like he's always had. He got regular forehead, not a five head. Yeah. Um. P.S. I love crunchy peanut butter, natural unsweetened peanut butter, any and all kinds of peanut butter, Brittany. Not the crunchy peanut butter, Brittany. Brittany Washington Carver out here. <laughs> love all the peanuts. She don't even care. Give me some peanut juice. Oh, she like the uh, natural unsweetened peanut butter. You just read it. You didn't read it. I did, but natural. She said any and all kinds of peanut butter. Natural unsweetened peanut butter. It ain't as, it, it, it's not good. <laughs> but you, it gives you that natural peanut flavor. Oh, I eat some peanuts then. <laughs> but that's work. How does it work if you buy them unshelled? You, you buy them unshelled. You you gotta use your teeth instead of just your tongue. You gotta sit there going. Like, you, it's like with dogs eat peanut butter. That's a lot of fucking work. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it work a lot of unused muscles, but it's <laughs> I think it's better than chewing. I love giving them peanut butter to leave get me to leave to get them to leave me alone because it take them so long and they just be sitting there like. <laughs> mm. Like hit it, take this peanut butter, go somewhere, sit down. <laughs> I'm gonna be such a great mom. Um, that ain't gonna work with kids. I know. You have to give them an iPad or a controller. I don't want to do that either. Why not? Because I don't want. I. Uh, I feel like that happens with kids too much now. I feel like I'm gonna have an iPad or or Android tablet and block every app but educational apps. <laughs> so my kid gonna learn. He gonna know Spanish by the time he four yeah. or she. They gonna know Spanish. They gonna be like, you don't do nothing but give that kid an iPad and send them on. That's all you do. Tell them they ain't shit in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to be like, mm-hmm, thank you. <laughs> you don't even know what they said, but they meant that shit. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I'm not, and I'm not going to say that I'm not going to let my kid, you know, play with it. I just feel like parents, because it's so convenient to do that. I, I had a conversation with a coworker today who kept a friend of hers five-year-old this five-year-old don't know her letters this five like when i was five when i went to kindergarten i already knew how to spell my name i already knew my address and my phone number like 
I just feel like, and this is not to say that every parent that let their kid play with this don't take the time to do the other shit, but I feel like it becomes so convenient and it's just easy to give them that, that you might be less likely. My kid gonna know their name and shit before they go to kid. Like, that's my goal. Like, I want them to be as advanced as possible. So, I want them to enjoy reading, like, an actual book <laughs> and, like, doing kid shit that don't involve them constantly being on a tablet so i ain't gonna say they ain't gonna never get to play with it but i just i feel like earlier and earlier they're getting like attached to this electronic shit where i didn't even have that option as a kid like i'm gonna set up a book book vendor system every book that my child read is gonna get some money yeah that's what i'm gonna do like i i already know i'm amazing Okay, I'm great. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. But I am not going to be able to, nor do I care to replicate the life that created me for my child. I do not want my child to go through the poverty that I went oh, through. Yeah. I do not want my child in church six days a week. No. I do not want uh, my child to grow up in a little city with very little opportunities. I don't even want my child to have my calloused... Uh, low anxiety none rushed temperament i don't even want my kid to have that so it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be interesting trying to figure out how to not do that well, just how to mold it. my child into yeah. what they could be you know i mean i there are a lot of things that i wish i had had as far as and a lot of times when people say that they mean material things but i just mean like i want to have actual like everybody sit down and eat dinner together type shit you know what i'm saying like so that i can give you an opportunity like what the fuck is going on with you i want to know and actually give a shit and care about what they're saying i want to be able to read to my kid like I, when they're younger i want to read them at night for them to go to sleep i want to like already garner this love of reading in them because i love to read but that came that's just my own doing it was not no shit that was <laughs> encouraged by my parents i just enjoy reading and so because i enjoy reading i read more and i i was like an advanced reader and all of that but that came just from my own self-motivation i want to help my kid have that i want you to want to read i want you to be you know get in and so engrossed in book you know what i'm saying like i want because that's going to be beneficial to you later on again it's not to say that i won't ever let them use a, a, a tablet but that i don't want that to be the go-to all the time and i feel like again because of how hard it is to raise kids and, and do your adult shit it becomes convenient to just kind of give them that so they can sit the fuck down and get out your way so you can do your adult shit i just don't want that to be my crutch because i don't want to handicap them some of these kids don't even know how to fucking socialize with one another because all the socialization they get is through twitter and instagram and facebook and xbox live and whatever the ps4 version is like i don't necessarily see that as the case you don't think so i think that the kids who have problems socializing are the same kids that had problems socializing when we were young it's just because there is not a shortage of kids that are popular and interact yeah outside of social media true but i think that the the outliers are the kid the same kids that couldn't socialize when we was there they just still can't do it <laughs> in on, on social media and in real life you know but i think now they gotta they have a platform to where they can connect with people that that the kids that were like that with us didn't because they couldn't socialize mm -hmm. at least now they can 
be somebody online and be in the comfort of their own home don't have to worry about whatever struggles they had. I'm not saying that it's not some kid, because I do think it probably created a new genre of kids who, if forced to socialize, would, but now that they aren't forced to do it, don't. Yeah. But I still do think that is a small group. And this is just my experience in these schools, yeah. going around seeing all these kids. It's like, they... A lot of them really, they still all thrive off of interaction. I mean, I, I just, I just see it. Mm-hmm. But you still see those pockets of kids where they don't. I work with one kid who, he is. Uh, I just don't the way he communicate with me. I just don't know how he communicate with kids. He just, I don't believe he talked to nobody. Oh, but ugh. he make it seem like he he be wilding with his friends. I don't know. It's, it's two extremes, but so there are pockets of kids who have that social awkwardness, mm-hmm. maybe because of that. But it's not big, you know. But it'll be crazy. It'll be crazy for me to be like, all right, uh, time to make uh, a life for this kid like I had. I, let me go find me a devout Christian woman and start selling dope. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they'll get get me by the time he turned three, and I'll spend my thirteen years in jail. <laughs> Hell no. I got to find my own way to give my child the tools they need to discover their greatness. Because I don't even want to say I want to make them great. I would have to marry an alcoholic who had a lot of shit to say about the kids and like impacted their self-esteem throughout their entire school (laughs) career. Like that would be if I was going to do exactly what my parents did, that's what it would be. I ain't trying to do that shit. Again, I have such a, a thing against... I don't even like people that drink a lot or what I deem to be excessive. Like, if I go out with somebody and, and they always drinking, that ain't cute. I can't do it. I know what that can turn into. It's ugly. And it's very ugly. Um, But that was... We spent so much time on that letter. An hour. <laughs> My God. Well, about 50 minutes. We spent like 10 minutes on Colin. <laughs> uh thank you for that Brittany. hopefully we answered every part of that i think we did i think uh, we over answered we over answered <laughs> it's not quite a full moon yet but it will be on wednesday oh, so fuck. i think it might be impacting everybody already Jesus. um if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show you can send it to our gmail account um which is conversation con artist at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook conversation con artist and we can over answer your question on the show. we can we do we do that very we do well. that real well real well um let me see um what you talking about willis <laughs> um i had a bunch of interesting things Let's start with something. F- well, you ain't gonna think it's fun. Oh Lord! Florida man goes cray cray on ex girlfriend's new man, cut off his private parts. I seen that. Why didn't you just say penis? Because this is what it says. It says private parts. I just read. Well, it now I don't know if it's says. penis, balls, or penis and balls. Uh, but it's probably the penis. I don't. Yeah, cut off his pee. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> just re- oh God. Okay. So. <laughs> According to the Miami Herald, Justin Foster put on his big boy pants and flew all the way to Chicago to pop up on his ex-girlfriend's new boo. Um, he walked up to him on the street, hit him in the head with a tire iron, carved initials into his leg, and then cut off his penis. Mm. <laughs> Classic. 
Just he knocked the, him out with a classic white man tactic. He did. The tire iron. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's traditional Dick Tracy type stuff. <laughs> Justin ended up taking off shortly after the attack and the victim was later found on the ground by someone and he was rushed to the hospital. Officials say he is suffering from brain damage from the blow to the head. Justin allegedly got all the way back to Tallahassee, but he ended up getting arrested and sent back to Chicago. Here's my problem. This was your ex-girlfriend, Justin. Y'all ain't together no more. You gonna go to jail behind some shit that didn't even matter no more. And you might be going, depending on, he got brain damage, depending on how this go, I'd be looking at a murder charge, Justin. Or at the very least, manslaughter because he didn't intend to kill him. But still. <laughs> it ain't that deep. Your ex-girlfriend, you you flew or drove from Florida to Chicago to do this shit. Chicago? For, do you know how far it is? My God. It ain't... I don't ever want to love nobody that much, okay? I know breakups hurt. I done been through them. They suck. It's not fun, especially if you really cared about the person. I, I don't think you got that right. I think if you love a person that much, you will provide them with an amazing life. I think if you crazy as shit, <laughs> you're going to go fly to Chicago. Hell, Drive 30 minutes. You don't give a fuck how far you go. If you go next door and carve your initials into a dude and cut his meat off, you, I mean, I guess how many miles you go add on to the crazy? It does, because the further you go, that means you have more time to come to your senses and be like, this is crazy. Let me not do you this. You can't come to senses if you never had senses. <laughs> that, I, that's the problem. You you acting as if this is a regular person that in the heat of a moment flew a whole long distance to cut off somebody meat. But <laughs> he probably didn't even plan on cutting off that man thing. He probably saw, wrote some initials and realized that he was packing and got mad. <laughs> Oh, she, he definitely ain't finna have no bigger meat than me. Mm-mm, give me that. What my knife at? <laughs> I wonder if he like cut it like a butter like a butter knife like oh. sawed it off or if he just like one slice it like if he had a damn one of them kentu knives or whatever them oh, special knives God. is. I don't even have a penis that just sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds so painful. What if he didn't have a knife? What if he just like had a key and just? Ah. But think about I mean, <laughs> but it's either way he had to hold that man meet up to do it. He did. Okay. Yeah. I just don't. <laughs> Here's, here's why the long distance makes it. You know how, like, I've gotten angry. So, <laughs> I think I've told this story before. On my birthday, the guy that I was seeing took me out. We, we went back to his apartment. I was leaving his apartment, and when I opened the door, this bitch he had been fucking was on the other side of the door, and she shoved me. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. When the hell were you supposed to have told this story? I thought I told this story on the show before. I don't think I know this story. Okay. Well, she shoved me when I was going out and she was coming in. So, like, when I opened the door, she was right there. And I was like, the fuck? And she pushed me. And then she went inside and closed the door. Door was locked, so I couldn't get in. So, I went and got in my car and I called him and I said, when that bitch get ready to come out here, I'm going to be out here. So, you can just tell her I'm out here waiting because she ain't have to put her fucking hands on me. I ain't got shit to do with the fuck y'all got going on. But what she not going to do is put her hands on me. So, when she get ready to come out here, I will be out here. <laughs> in that moment i was angry okay 
as I sat there in the car, I came to my senses. I eventually left and, and you, didn't because wait. you realized that she might have super hands. No, I ain't one worried about that. No, is I, that because you got super hands? <laughs> I just wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> so she very well may have had super hands, but that is not what went into your that thought process. That wasn't a concern. Okay. But I I called one of my friends and she was like, Red, don't do this. You Because st- I was still in college at the time. She was like, don't, you going to go to jail. Like, it's not, it ain't even worth all of that. Like, I was like, fuck that. No. She was like, you really going to go to jail behind a nigga? And I was like, it ain't got shit to do with him. She put her fucking hands on me. I don't even care about him at this point. What you not going to do is fucking push me with who she should have been pushing is his bitch ass. Okay. Because I ain't have shit to do with this, but she shoved me. So, I, so. I, <laughs> Maybe she didn't shove you because you had something to do with it. Maybe she shoved you because you was just in the way. Don't give a damn. Don't put your fucking hands on me. You don't know me. (laughs) Well, jail is the worst. I wouldn't be telling my friends you might go to jail. You gonna get out of jail. Yeah, but I when they body slam you on your back and you got (laughs) spinal issues for the rest of your life. You got uh, discs that's out of place. That would have been the wrong thing to say because that would have just got me more hype. Like, I ain't worried about this bitch. (laughs) No, that would not have that would have went in the opposite direction. Jail was the right way to go with me because I didn't want to go to jail. (laughs) Didn't want to do that. Uh, plus I wasn't I it just wasn't that would have just made the situation 10 times worse so from, from hearing this story let me just give you all some input okay you never know how close you are with your advice to <laughs> pushing a person to do some bullshit <laughs> or stopping them from it okay just say what you want to say <laughs> ain't no methodical way to help somebody not there do something because it depends on that person exactly you trying to save me from an ass whooping telling me she gonna whoop my ass is just gonna make me want to prove you wrong go beat her ass and she ain't gonna whoop my ass i'd rather you get your ass whooped so i can say i told you <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'd rather happen be like all right if you gonna fight then i told you <laughs> now she don't put them super hands on you you up in here looking like gumby with a damn big ass knot on your head <laughs> oh god <laughs> but so but in that time i calmed down and i left because i but i listen i was out there a good 45 minutes to an hour because i was like i'm gonna beat her ass like i don't care how long she stay in there you can tell she can stay in there all goddamn night i would be here when the sun come up like i was because in that moment i was upset as i sat there and i thought about it i realized how stupid i looked sitting out because my birthday in december okay <laughs> sitting out in the cold in my car waiting on somebody to come outside like an idiot so eventually i was like red just just take your ass home fuck him and her but if i catch out (laughs) i feel like you should have had ample opportunity to uppercut her like right then no because when she she shoved me so i opened the door i'm getting ready to walk out she slide past me inside and pushed me out and closed the door behind her and the door was locked because don't think i went out there knocking and shit trying to get back in she went open the door he went open the door because i guess he didn't want we us fighting in his apartment so he didn't open the door either uh i don't know if i i think this i might vaguely remember this story i just don't know why i wouldn't remember it i just i don't think it's something i could use against you no at any point in the future <laughs> so i think i just maybe that's why you didn't, didn't register that's it. terrible anyhow but so back to what i was saying about him that's why it's so much worse when you drive from like florida to chicago that is enough time for you to 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 talk yourself out of it right 
I, if I had to, if that had happened and I was gonna have to go to motherfucking Chicago, I wouldn't have got out of Alabama before I was like, bitch, you crazy as hell, <laughs> wasting your gas to drive. What? Like, I would have talked myself out of that. He was the level of crazy where he made that trip. He just said that, remember the astronaut who put a diaper on so she wouldn't have to stop? To go kill the woman that was fucking around with the astronaut she liked. Mm-mm. You don't remember that story about that lady? Astronaut? She was in that. Both both of them were astronauts. And mm-hmm. he had started dating somebody else and she got upset. So she drove through the night, put on a diaper so that she wouldn't have to stop to use the bathroom to go beat the Why did she just use the bathroom before she left? It was a long. She was gonna have to go again before oh. she got there. This was not like it was like a, a Florida to Chicago type of trip. Oh my God. She could have just stopped at the gas station close. She to wasn't her trying to stop. She wanted to keep going. She, was, she had to keep, but she kept that momentum the whole time. But you always got to jump if they never know you coming. Yeah, but she just wanted to hurry up and get she there. Was I, guess. Crazy. I gotta find now. I'm gonna have to find this story, but. So that that's a, a a different level of crazy. Where you can stay, keep that same energy from Florida to Chicago, and you still get there, and you still decide you're gonna do that. But see, this is my thing. The sc- it's scarier stuff to this situation <laughs> because that dude, the Chicago dude, what do Chicago people do? He was headed to get a deep dish pizza <laughs> or a Chicago style hot dog, which I guess they just call hot dogs in Chicago. <laughs> or to murder somebody. I don't know. It's, you know, that's what they do in Chicago. I don't know what he was headed to do. He couldn't have been headed to murder somebody because he got his meat cut off. But the scary part is this dude was just going on about his day. Just walking down, whistling, thinking good thoughts, loving his girlfriend. <laughs> and next thing you know, this dude behind him hit him in the head with a tire. So it made me realize that I don't know how crazy the last person that loved my girlfriend was. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good thing to think about. I guess you think about it one. Well, you know what? He probably didn't even know. He probably his meat was cut off. Carved in his leg, he got mm-hmm. brain damage, and he had no idea it had anything to do with his girl. He just thought it was Chicago being Chicago. <laughs> Lisa Nowak, Nowak was the name of the astronaut. She was forty three. She flew on a shuttle mission. She did last some no. Uh, oh, she was forty three when this happened. She was forty three when it happened. Um, so she drove nine hundred and fifty miles from Houston to Orlando. This ain't involved Florida too. Wearing adult diapers used in space and disguised herself in a dark wig, glasses, and trench coat to confront shipment in the parking lot of Orlando International Airport. Uh, Noak considered her arrival for the affections of a fellow astronaut, Bill Ophenlein. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, so she followed the lady to the parking lot uh, and approached the car window and tried to open the door. When shipment would not open the door, Noak began to cry. <laughs> Shipman cracked the window and Noak pepper sprayed her. <laughs> we just, let me tell you something. Some crazy person come knocking on my window. I don't give a fuck if you start crying. I'm gonna crank my car up and go out. Why you let the window down, man? How you know they crazy? You gotta be crazy if you knocking on the window and then you start crying because I won't. I ain't finna. I don't trust it. I don't. I watch too much ID channel. I could have. If you hadn't have told me what happened next, I would have guessed that she sprayed her with pepper. <laughs> Because that's just what happens. No, I wouldn't have did it. But yeah, so she wore adult diapers so she wouldn't have to stop. So she, the whole 950 miles, she drove that straight. This was in Florida? From Houston to Florida. 
The late shit happened in Florida. She came from Houston to Florida to fuck this lady she up. She should have had that pistola. <laughs> and got these away were astronaut grade adult that, that they're using space. This yeah. was uh this would have been uh stand your ground. <laughs> Popped the three times from the driver's seat. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what this reminded me of. Like and again, in that whole nine hundred and fifty miles, at no point did she say, Lisa, this is crazy. Girl, turn around, don't do this. <laughs> Like, she kept that energy That's for 950 miles. She was crazy. <laughs> she went up there and inhaled some of that space dust <laughs> out of space. She said, You ain't going to take her, man. She going to get rid of you. So he got to love. We her. had sex on the moon. <laughs> nobody else done that. He can't have nobody else. <laughs> These folks is crazy. But yeah, that the longer of a drive and you keep that energy when you get there, the crazier it is. Like if it's if you just gotta go next door, you don't have enough time to like to come to your senses and think it over. But like a nine hundred and fifty mile drive trek, you don't at no point you don't think to yourself, I'm gonna get called, I'm gonna go to jail, it ain't worth all this. Like you keep that energy for that whole ride. <laughs> I bet zero gravity sex is stupid. <laughs> Like, you can't even thrust without floating away from each other. <laughs> I wonder how that works. <laughs> they don't have sex in space? What? I don't think. Why would? Somebody done had sex in space. I'm sure, I guess. It's like one of them, uh, it's like on Xbox, the hidden achievements. <laughs> Somebody That's the did Mile it. High Club for your yeah. ass. <laughs> Mile High, shit. Galaxy High Club. <laughs> That's an interesting situation. So what do you have? Let me see. Okay, in the news, there was this white cop who lectured some black kids that were playing with a video gun, a BB gun in a viral video. Uh, have you seen that? No, but so it already sounds. Two little black kids, 11-year-old and a 13-year-old, walking down the street. And uh, they got a call. The police got a call saying that there was two kids walking down the street with what looks like a BB gun. Okay. So the cop pulled up on them and basically gave them a lecture. Saying, hey, you know I could have killed you? That gun looks real. You ain't supposed to be walking around out here with a BB gun. What would have happened if you would have got killed by me? You would have got off and everybody would have been upset. Like, what kind of fucking shit is that? CNN was all like, yeah, officer, you did a good job. You didn't kill the boys. You threatened death on them, though? I Look, I don't... <laughs> okay, well, big whoop. You didn't kill somebody, bro. Like, your job... That's what you're not supposed to do What's anyway? the standards of your job now? <laughs> if not killing a kid that had a BB gun in an open carry state... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't get it. Why don't they target companies that make bb guns if having these real bb guns are a problem why like why not make them look make them companies stop and say hey the only bb guns you can ever make gotta be all orange you can't make any black they look just like real guns they are causing problems i mean i just i don't get it but like i i'm just bringing this story up because i don't want people to think that the baseline for uh, cops and um, civilian interaction, the bare minimum is you don't die. Yeah, that's not okay. 
Uh, and so I'm going to follow this up with my next story real quick. The next story is of a police officer who was fired after taunting black and Hispanic kids saying I'm a little trigger happy. Nigga. He basically said, Jesus. hey. He started off relatively calm. Okay. Um, just here investigating a, um, a trespassing to make sure y'all not trespassing. So I'm going to search y'all for any guns or any um, weapons that you might have. Um, if you're thinking about running or 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 fighting, um, just want to let you know that I'm a little trigger happy. So, you know, that might not be something that you want to do. And what the fuck? And they and that's at that point they got like clearly uneasy about the situation. Well, because yeah. up to that point they had been all right. And he was telling one dude, he was like, Well, you haven't said a word. You know, you look like you might be in a situation where you want to... Like, I'm like, I just don't understand what policing... It's crazy, man, because all of this shit that's happened has created a new baseline for policing. <laughs> My God. The baseline for policing is if you don't kill a black kid, but berate them in any, every other way you can for something that our society accepts and then condones in some instances you're praised for that no i just don't want this to become the norm jesus and i don't want a police officer comfortable enough with with uh the idea that he will shoot you before he chase you that he'll tell you and joking about like that's that not I, i'm a little trigger happy i don't think he was joking i think it was serious as fuck that is terrible. I think that was him giving a warning. And I think if that shit would have happened and turned out like that, he would have said, well, I told him. Well, I let him know. And you know what Fox News would have done? They would have said, well, he gave him a warning that if they <laughs> ran, you know, and then now look at his record. His father is not in his life. You know what? That's oh, the, the shit God. they do. That's sad and scary. Scary out here. You go ahead. Have you heard about Corner Store Caroline? Corner Store Caroline, yeah. So, a white woman. And this, and, um, okay, let me read it. A white woman who's being called Corner Store Caroline is under fire for falsely accusing a, lump, a young black child of groping her inside of a Brooklyn deli. Uh, newly released surveillance video proved that the nine-year-old simply walked past her while she was at the counter and his backpack brushed up against her. She since apologized and said, I was wrong. The child accidentally brushed me. Young man, I don't know your name, but I'm sorry. Here's the problem. You do know that Emmett Till died for something similar. He was accused of whistling. And she since said that that's not, it didn't happen. He didn't do shit. He died for no reason. That is what I don't think sometimes white people understand. I bet she don't even know who Emmett Till is. Probably not. The history of this country has taught us that anything that is done by somebody that is brown is going to be deemed to be so much worse. And this could have ended a whole nother way. If there hadn't been a surveillance video to prove that he didn't do this shit because she was adamant like if you saw the video prior to like when she was calling the police she was adamant that he had grabbed her ass here's the thing how have you not learned to do if somebody rub 
brush up against my ass. I know the difference between that and somebody grabbing my ass. That those are two very different feels. That's because that's because you got ass to grab. <laughs> when your ass is the equivalent to a cardboard, a grab and a brush feels the exact same. You know that, right? <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought everybody would have felt the difference between. I'm the saying, it Matt, in your hair right now, we sitting next to a couch with a cushion. <laughs> you can grab this cushion just like this, right? Imagine this being a cardboard. Can you really grab a cardboard from its flat? Like, try to grab it's the wall. Hard. You can't. Yeah. Exactly. So look, this <laughs> this uh, grab attempt will feel the same as a brush across. <laughs> Everybody at home, grab the edge of your couch and just get a good handful of it. Now, don't get me wrong. That does not feel as luscious as a booty that you grab with consent, of course. But... Get that grab and that's close. Now go try to grab the wall <laughs> and see how that is. And then brush across the wall. And you'll realize how a grab at the wall and a brush of the wall, same thing. <laughs> same thing. Cause when I saw this, I was like, how does she not know the difference? But I guess you just explained it. But when she made the police call, she said she was sexually assaulted by a child. That's what she told the, the operator when she dialed 911. Um, <laughs> and he's like nine. This is a nine-year-old boy. Like, he's young. This is a young kid with a big-ass backpack on because there's this kid in my complex. I be feeling sorry for that little boy every morning because I don't know what kind of homework and shit he be having. That damn book bag is humongous, and he's a little thing. And so it's so big to where he has to kind of lean forward a little bit to keep it from <laughs> being too heavy and taking him That's down. Okay. That's good. That's good. One, his balance is going to be in check when he get older. I mean, ain't nobody going to be able to push him off his feet because his balance game is coming correct, number one, okay? It Two, is. his shoulder is gonna be strong yeah now that book bag look heavy as hell now <laughs> I, it is not very many instances where you can actually utilize your strong shoulders yeah and the few instances that it have you don't want it to happen <laughs> you know in the event that you have to you know have a baby tied to your back and you crawling out of some kind of dangerous hole or a pit or something he's prepared for that <laughs> i hope it never happens but he is ready he ready for it but it's like this little kid walking through and it's Brooklyn, it's New York, New York, everything because it's so crowded. Everything is tiny. Those little corner stores and shit are tiny. They're itty bitty. So it ain't a lot of room in there. You should be used to being brushed up against in New York. I feel like like it's just fucking crowded. Everywhere is crowded. You look at this nine year old boy. And instead of you being like, must have been his book bag, you feel like he grabbed your whole ass and you called the police. <sighs> so, and of course, like what's been happening, um, did she, I want to say, <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Did we, we already, no, we didn't talk about, that was the other one that I had. Maybe. Yeah, we hadn't talked about it. I have another one of white people being white. So I guess I'll go, go right into that. Have you seen the one where the lady, they live in like a apartment complex where you have to be, use a, a, a key to get into the building. Mm -hmm. And she was going in and a guy came in behind her and she followed him all the way to his motherfucking apartment, demanding to know, to prove that he proved that he lived there. 
she has since come back and said that she's not racist because she's married to a black man. So she can't possibly. I want you to read this on the screen right there. Black husband, a white woman who blocked black men from entering an apartment, speaks out about viral video. You want to know what he said? What did he say? I'm tired of her shenanigans. <laughs> and we have been separated, and I've tried my best to distance myself from her. Good for him. And now it's a wrap. Don't use me as no motherfucking token, he bitch. White. Good for him. He don't look black. Still. Like he could literally say, I'm white. Good for and him, they, though. And they believe him. For standing on and saying, no, ma'am, you're not going to use me to get out of this. <laughs> but imagine how much he's experienced with her to say, because he, like, either they, they separation is just really, really bad, or this overt experience just validates the experience he's been having with her. Because how much of a dick would you have to be to come out and make it seem like she's racist if she wasn't and she's trying to use you to prove that she exactly <laughs> how bad does it have to be here's what don't make no sense and this this is what i i be saying about this whole white people being scared of black folks let me tell you what i'm not gonna do even if i feel like you don't live here and you push your way in gonna follow a motherfucker that i think is crazy and just shoved his way in and finna go do some fuck shit i what i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna get on the elevator where it's just me and you us together by ourselves for you to flip out on me i'm not gonna follow you to your goddamn i don't care where you're going i'm not gonna follow you if, if i'm uncomfortable if you make me uncomfortable if i feel like oh god this is not a good situation i ain't finna follow you if you're truly scared, I'm not going to follow a mugger. If I just see you mug somebody, I'm going to follow behind you. I'm going to give y'all a, a recipe for fuck shit, okay? <laughs> Thinking that somebody is trying to be somewhere they're not supposed to be and confronting that person, that is a recipe for getting your head busted. It is. Or shot in the face. It is. <laughs> if you thought that person was on some bullshit, don't confront them and call the police. Okay? There you go. Now, don't get me wrong. You will still be the same... What is apartment patty? Yeah. You will still be the same apartment patty. <laughs> but you want to risk your life. But to me, that that means that she wasn't really concerned about whether he was dangerous or she not. She wasn't. He probably didn't look dangerous. He pro It's something about her. That, but, the, uh, but another... Because you wouldn't follow so, him. And you she was on the elevator with him by herself because they had to ride up to where his flow was. Like, he could have snatched you in the fucking apartment, ma'am. we have to talk about the president. We have to talk about why this happened. So... What happened was she was out walking her dog, mm -hmm. but instead of leaving the building, she let her dog out on the leash while she propped the door open. Okay. So her dog roaming around out there, he walks up and tries to go in from her having the door propped. Because why would he put a key in if the door open? I'm just going to go in. Well, Shit. what she wanted him to do was to use his key fob after she closed the door, but he was like, the, door the door's already open. I'm Why in. I'm not finna no. I ain't gotta prove so shit to you. you he ain't. wouldn't get out of the door and she wouldn't get out of his way. You know, so this is the beginning of what happened. Now, who made you the damn foreman of the door? I don't have to prove shit to you. This is what I again, white people. You we don't have to prove that we belong in spaces to y'all. We don't. 
again, if she truly felt like this was a problem, call the police and let them handle it. You do not have the right to tell somebody they got to prove something to you. If I, the same way that lady who was at the pool and, and her housing development and, and pool Paul didn't want to let her in because he wanted her to prove that she, she got a fucking key to get in here, sir. Like we don't have to prove shit to y'all. And, and, I understand and feel in my profession the depths of uh, as a black person needing to know where I'm at every moment. I don't talked about this on the podcast before because I work with foster children mm-hmm. and foster children when removed from their poor impoverished neighborhoods sometimes go to decent nice neighborhoods mm-hmm. and it's been three occasions out of the endless amount of times that I was told that people were looking at me and wondering why a black man was doing that. And this is with my families who are pretty open. Mm-hmm. I had one kid tell me that, you know, they, the neighbors told my stepdad that a black man was outside his house. And I had one family that joked about it and said, uh, my neighbor called him. That's why the black guy was outside. And I told him, oh, we got a new foster kid a bit older than we normally take. Ha ha ha. It was funny to him. But it ain't funny to but you. But the reality is that means when I'm at your house, I got to think about who's seeing me be there. Mm-hmm. When I'm in a neighborhood that look like my type don't supposed to be there, there's somebody else thinking that my type ain't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it creates a problematic situation where we always got to be where we always got to. We well, we don't have to, but we always expect it to. And now that this shit is on video, mm-hmm. it's exposing how much it's been gotten away with before being addressed. And now we're addressing the fact that so many people look at where we are and say there must be a problem. Because you ain't supposed to be here. Yeah. You 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 don't look like you belong here. And it's like, where the fuck do I look like I belong then? I pay rent here just like you do. I don't have to prove to you. Because if you were truly concerned about people coming in the building that don't belong, then you would have just let the fucking door close like you should have been and been out there with your damn dog like you're supposed to. So if you were truly that concerned about keeping out these people from your, your building, you wouldn't have had the shit propped open. Because what I look like going out okay she propped it open but let me go through the the motions of closing it and putting my key in so i can prove i'm supposed to be here bitch i'm approved that by when i put my key in my door in my apartment and go in that shit because if it's like locked down like that he obviously ain't gonna be able to get into an apartment and again if you were that concerned and thought he was a suspicious character i don't follow niggas i feel like it's suspicious i'm gonna tell you the truth i'm gonna go the opposite direction i am not the police i ain't gonna act like i am so if I see somebody that looks suspicious, I'm definitely not finna follow that motherfucker. That's what I'm not gonna do. I ain't even do that. That could have ended so badly. Let's say he was some deranged, crazy person. Now you done put yourself at risk. <laughs> For what? <laughs> That's insane. We don't have to prove to y'all. We we belong wherever the fuck we at. You cannot I'm not going to make you feel better. You know how And if we don't belong where we at, call the police. Exactly. Let them handle it. Like, don't make me feel like I don't belong somewhere simply because <laughs> I'm black. And so is a black person in this building? There's no black people in this building. <laughs> she must not belong. I don't have to prove that shit to you. If I pay my rent, wherever it is that I'm staying, that is enough where I should be able to go into my home and not be bothered. I should be able to go into my building and not have to prove shit and have these fucking conversations. I'm trying to go home. 
And he handled it so well because I probably would have cussed her ass out. He maintained his cool the whole time. She would have got cussed out. Like, bitch, I told you once, okay? If you are really concerned and you need to call the proper people, but get the fuck away from me, okay? Because I'm going to be what you scared of. <laughs> you don't get the fuck on. He was very cool, calm, and collected, though. I would have got upset because it's like you still following me. I don't even want you to know why I stayed. Then when she got up to the floor and saw that he lived there, I'm I'm just trying to meet a neighbor. I I didn't I, you know I've never seen you around here before. But this is my thing. <laughs> I don't think she called the police though, Mm-mm. because every everybody on here was saying she called the police, she and I was like I don't I don't think there's no evidence that she called the police. Once she followed him because she went all the way to the door. Once she saw that he had a key fob and he he opened his door, that's when she was thought, oh, well, you know, I've just never seen you around the building. And, I, you know, I'm just trying to meet a neighbor. He was like, I don't want to meet you. I don't want to know you. And he closed the door on her face. She never called the police. See, what I would have done was I probably would have validated her desire to know what's going on. I would have, I just would have let her close the door and use my key fob. That's what I would have done. Um, because me personally, just because I'm hyper aware of uh, women's existence in our society, I would play it as her feeling like it was a safety threat. And I just uh, I appease her for that. Again, it, it obviously wasn't, though, because you why you not going to follow if Again, as a woman, I'm telling you, when I see suspicious motherfuckers looking at, especially if, if I'm by myself. I'm going to go the opposite direction because I'm by myself. I'm not going to put myself in this badass situation. Okay. So that same situation could have happened where somebody walked into the building. If I felt like he didn't belong, I'm not going to cost him. I'm not going to go up to him because let's say he don't belong. Let's say he, he get upset. Now where am I? I put myself in a position where I'm in danger now when I could have just minded my fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm not going to do that you know what i'm saying like you have to have a level of safety for yourself which again leads me to believe that she did not feel like he was a threat because if she did she would have called the police if she did she wouldn't have been following him. she followed him all the way to his apartment rode on the elevator by herself because he has the video of like how far she went out of her way trying to get him to prove that he lived there if she truly felt like it was a safety concern, she not would have did all that. Because there ain't no fucking way I'm going to follow some suspicious-looking motherfucker through a building. I even do it. Because if he turn on me, that's going to be a problem. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Not a good idea. It's not a good idea. It's craziness. So I don't think she was really concerned for her safety. Because um, you don't follow folks. <laughs> not at all. So, yeah. So Hillary Clinton made some comments about Bill Clinton. When she was asked about whether Bill Clinton abused his power, or his interaction with Monica Lewinsky was an abuse of power, she said no because they were both adults. She said that two adults acted in a consensual sexual interaction and was he the most powerful man in the world? Yeah, but that's an unfortunate part of it. No, Hillary Clinton, that is absolutely wrong, okay? An abuse of power, okay, is not 
it, it, it don't have anything to do with whether it's a consensual relationship. It has to do with the potential of that consensual relationship happening because of the level of power that the other person has. Mm -hmm. For example, if I'm the most powerful person in the world, mm -hmm. right? And I got a bunch of underlings under me. I, I write their schedule. I do their hours, which is both for the same thing. I <laughs> grant their requests. I give them raises. I write their checks. I really kind of dictate how easy their life is. Mm -hmm. If I go up to a woman and say, hey, I like you. I think I'd like to talk to you with that power. And she knows I have that power. Mm -hmm. You just don't know if that person is engaging with you because they're afraid of what they may not get. If they are potentially trying to manipulate what they can get mm -hmm. you don't know that's why there's a problem with those problematic dynamics mm -hmm. uh, and when it comes to power and that's one of them things Tavis Smiley was trying to say because he didn't sexually assault anybody because he didn't touch people that they didn't want to he didn't do anything wrong but all these people he would have an interaction with worked for a place called fucking Tavis Smiley and Co <laughs> that is the definition of an abuse of power. Now, this is when it's and so this is this is where I'm starting to like try to tease out what what that means because to me I think that only means when it's somebody under you that you can impact their existence from. Mm -hmm. Now, if Bill Clinton would have had an affair with somebody that was a manager at McDonald's, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it's not in the White House. It's not in your direct strain of impacting their existence. Mm -hmm. That's different. Or if Tavis Smiley uh, being in, in radio and TV and all that and whatever he's in, mm -hmm. if he would have went to a different industry and got a little secretary, that's different. He's not in the direct path of impacting her existence. So I don't think that abuse of power has anything to do with just you being at a higher level than somebody. It's about you being in the line of sight of a person's career and the ability to impact it. It's happened with almost every one of these dudes. It's happened with Harvey Weinstein. It's happened with Bill Cosby. It's happened with Matt Lauer. It's happened with Bill Clinton, even though Hillary Clinton don't want to acknowledge it. But anybody. When did she say this? Uh, this was like two weeks ago, within the last two weeks. Oh, Hillary. Um, Tarana Burke, under her name, the founder of uh, Me Too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she she was criticizing it yeah, because she the fact have. that Hillary Clinton broke it down to, you know, they were two consenting adults. It's other dynamics than just two adults saying we want to do this that that had come into play and power is one of them. So I just wanted to throw out there that if you are dating or interacting with somebody that is in a lower position than you, you don't know if it's because they really want that relationship or they're engaging in it because they're afraid of what impact you might make on their life or their career if it don't go well if or if they say down, no. Yeah, if she says no. Are you going to retaliate in some kind of way? Because you're in a position where you can do that. Yeah. And you don't know. And yeah. you'll never know. It very well could have been a, and for all intents and purposes, a, 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 a consenting adult relationship in which they never thought about that. But the abuse of power is that you don't know if that's the case. You'll never know. You got to mm -hmm. read somebody's mind to do that. And then after, in hindsight, you're going to say, 
it was a consenting adult relationship. It didn't have anything to do with power, but the power exists over the top of your relationship. Mm-hmm. You just might not know it. And so any in any situation like that, men, women, stay away from it. Um I mean, I I don't really have much else, but I wanted to oh. <laughs> uh Rihanna declined to the headlines of the Super Bowl because she's gonna stand with Cap. So good for her. And I'm not surprised. As did I'm gonna ask you about this, Amy Schumer. Now how do you feel about that? Amy Schumer said that she will not participate in any Super Bowl football ads at all. And mm. and she said that anybody who says that kneeling for the anthem is disrespecting the flag needs to speak to our military veterans because uh, a bulk of them uh, agree with this form of protest. So she seemed to have come out in support. Of Colin Kaepernick. She just said some other problematic shit, though. So it's like, I mean, good for her, I guess. But, but at what point do you. Her problematic shit ain't far in the past, though. Let's not act like. <laughs> this ain't like it was 20 years I'm ago. I'm not going to act like I give Amy Schumer the time of day enough to know how problematic what she said is said she said. But, uh, and I hate, I really hate quoting Charlemagne. The God, I just don't know why. I don't know I why you can do it. <laughs> but he said that uh, a white person that uses their white privilege to call out bigotry is all right with me. And he was like, at the bare minimum, at the bare minimum, if you do nothing else, if you call out BS when you see it, I can't be mad at you for that. That don't mean it ain't a whole ton of work to do. But I think I would I would need to see, like for me, I would need to see what Amy Schumer does from this point on. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't like the idea that we just we just completely threw fooling with people before they have an opportunity to change when it's when it's not rape or sexual assault. They really I don't really care about them. But yeah, but I, with the Colin Kaepernick thing. I feel like it's a safe that's a safe platform to jump on especially I feel like once Nike came out and did what they did a lot of people felt like it was safe for them to do that because the backlash that they're going to receive isn't going to be as much as if they stood up for some other stuff I just I don't know Amos Shubu would have to do a lot more than this for me to be like okay maybe she's a different person because that's a very good way to get people talking about her is for her to do this, good or bad. She just got mentioned in the same breath as Rihanna. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I would need some other things to for me to, to feel like it was sincere. I would question her sincerity with just this one thing. So, um... USA Gymnastics, and I'm bringing up this up for what you just said. USA Gymnastics, um, Simone Biles pretty much did something that put a the new USA uh, Gymnastics uh, organizer or president <clears throat> on blast. Mm-hmm. Basically, 
when uh, Nike came out in support of Kaepernick, she burnt her sh- not she didn't burn her shoes. She marked out her Nike sign with a marker, and they made her the president of USA Gymnastics. And Simone Biles tweeted, "Mouth drop. Don't worry. It's not like we needed a smarter USA Gymnastics president or any sponsors or anything." Because USA Gymnastics, Nike, I mean, clearly. And they made a woman who blacked out her Nike sign the president. Um, Turns out, you remember the doctor, uh, Larry Nasir? The one that was messing with all them girls? Yes. Uh, After after she tweeted this, they started looking into this woman, like, uh, and realized that she worked for the law firm that knew about him for 14 years having do that. And so once that came out, she was like, or not her, but one of her uh, mates was like, how dare the, uh, how dare this organization hire the person that knew about our sexual assault and let it continue and make her the president of us when she's responsible for letting it continue as long as it did. And she stepped down four days later because of that. So I was just saying that, like, the, to go to the Nike stuff, that, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, just knew about that. Um, um, but the only other thing I this is not a story, but um, this is all for all my uh, <laughs> all my professionals. So there was this meme that was going around that says, "How do I say you got me fucked up in corporate email lingo?" And I've used a lot of these. <laughs> Perhaps there was some confusion on your part regarding our last communication. Allow me to provide some clarity. Uh, Per my last email, in case you suddenly can't read, to reiterate, this is the last time I'm saying this, moving forward, don't try me again. (laughs) I've copied blank. Let's see your your way out of this bitch. (laughs) And then kind regards, fuck you. (laughs) I've used all of them. Like I love to say, per my last email, because it's like, I already said this shit, okay? And I want you to know that I know that I sent this before and you ignored it. <laughs> mm. I use per my last email a, a lot. Especially with like caseworkers and shit. Like I sent you this shit. Sometimes I will forward the message. <laughs> I want you to see the date and the time I sent this shit. And you was just too lazy to go look for it. But here you go. I'm just, I ain't even gonna retype it. I'm gonna send you what I already sent you. So I do that sometimes too. So there's a video from the front porch of somebody's house. <laughs> of, Starting off bad. Of this woman running up with a kid in her hand, ringing the doorbell a bunch of times, letting the kid go, running and getting back in her car and leaving. And nobody knew what was going on. The owners of the home was like, called the police and was like, I don't know, this woman just ran up, dropped this kid off at our door and left. So what happened was this woman and her baby daddy was having problems. Okay. And the woman got into it with the daddy mama. So what the woman said was, hey, friend, best friend, can you take him over to his daddy house because I don't want to get into fight with that you know that man mama Mm -hmm. best friend ain't smart because she took the kid to the wrong address and then just dropped him off and left so she (laughs) took him to the neighbor's house because 
they've been having such issues with custody when when his son didn't show up he just thought the plans had changed so he left but he just didn't know that his son was sitting outside of his neighbor's house i would whoop her ass you hear me i asked you to take him over there i did not say drop him off knock and leave like you should have made sure that it was the right goddamn house you just dropped my kid off at some random person house and drove the fuck off because you don't have a good sense you ain't having no beef with his mama i am you should have stayed there if somebody came to the motherfucking door i would beat her ass you hear me what if she got super hands i don't give a shit <laughs> you would have tried. We going I'm gonna try. You gonna catch these hands? <laughs> How dare you? Not what the fuck. What reason? Cause she, if I'm having beef with his mama and I'm not gonna take the kid over there, cause I don't want to get into it with her. That ain't got shit to do with you. You not gonna do till somebody come. Make sure that he he gets inside, bitch. <laughs> I, I just I I saw that story. But I thought that it was like a mom just like not wanting a kid anymore. Like that is some. But I would whoop her ass. She, I would beat her. She ass. really ain't finding no fault in it, in the woman. What the woman did, and the daddy. What happened was they removed the kid from the mama's yeah. custody. Yeah. How you ain't finding no fault? My kid got taken because you stupid. Because you a stupid hoe. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I think that was her response before a kid got taken away. Oh. I don't know what what it means now. <laughs> That's why I would have whooped her ass because I, being that I work a lot with child services, I know that that kind of shit is some shit that'll get your child removed from your home. Okay, you put me at risk of losing custody of my child because you stupid. I would have whooped her ass. <laughs> How you ain't gonna find fault in it? She was stupid, ma'am. That's you don't ever do anything with a child. If I take my child anywhere, I'm gonna make sure that they get inside. I, nigga, when I go somewhere with my friends, if I have to drop them off, I sit outside and wait till they get the fuck in the house to make sure they got in okay. And this, these grown ass people, a child, you didn't play knock and run. <laughs> drop that kid off like it was a. <laughs> Bag on fire with shit you in it. You simple bitch. Oh, no. I'd have whooped her ass. She'd have had to catch these hands. And then I lost custody of my child because you stupid. I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep down the confusion. I'm not going to take him over there because me and his mama going to box. I don't want to box his mama out. So I asked you to do me a favor. And t- all you got to do is take the nigga over there and make sure he get in okay. And you can't do that. I'd have whooped her ass. And now I ain't even got my damn child no more because you stupid. Oh. <laughs> Trying to do the right thing. <laughs> Still got your kid taken. Hell no. I'd have whooped her ass. She'd have to get these hands. Because that's just... How slow do you have to be to not realize that it's a child and you need to make sure he get in all right? Especially considering you ain't never been over there. So you don't even know if it's the right goddamn house. Obviously it wasn't. Whew. Oh, how to whoop her ass. Mm-mm. How to whoop her ass. <laughs> oh no. I'd have had to beat that ass. It's a damn shame. <laughs> how slow. Whew, Jesus. Mm-mm. Well, anyway, that's all I got. All right. You got anything else on your mind? I do not. Oh. 
they canceled Luke Cage season three. I had stopped watching it, so. So, <laughs> I what I think my theory is, because they canceled the Defenders, they canceled Iron Fist, they canceled Luke Cage. So all the Marvel shows. I think that they are fish officially canceling them so that they can get them off of Netflix. Oh. I believe that they probably gonna try to start a streaming service the way that DC is doing their streaming mm. service. That's what I think. So I think that they gonna. I really think they're gonna bring these shows back. So I'm not alarmed. But I also haven't really been keeping up with them. But Daredevil came out like three days ago. Uh, and I like Daredevil. So I'm going to watch Daredevil. But I, ne- I haven't even watched The Punisher. Like, it's a lot of good ones I haven't watched yet. But mm, I'm just a movie. One and done. <laughs> As opposed to like a show. Like I'm, It's so hard for me to stick to shows I'm that watching. have a continuous story. Like I watch ID Channel because it's a beginning and an end. When you watch the episode, it goes, that's it. Shows where there's like a continuation, I'm so shit at those. Like as I get older, I don't know, and I used to love those. Like, but I just, I don't have an I'm interest. a biased superhero movie and TV show watcher. <laughs> have you seen Ant-Man and the Wasp? No. I ain't gonna. Is it not good though? I heard it wasn't no, good. It, no, I liked it. Okay, I, I liked it a lot. The end threw me for a loop, but I love Paul Rudd as Ant Man. He does a good job. It's 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 same thing. Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd and I, stuff yeah. that Paul Rudd is in. I like him. I like him and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool is amazing. Yeah, it is great. But <laughs> he, that's the role he was made for. But um, I watched Titans. It ain't number two episodes out, but. I'm a bi superhero fan. I'm going to like it. Um, Cloak and Dagger. I watched the first episode of that, and that was a good ass first episode. I'm gonna keep watching that. Black Lightning season two is back. I had started that back yet because the Flash came back too. Flash is on my number one. I wanted to see how Titans look because people were criticizing it so heavily, and I just like the first two episodes. I just can't commit to like something that has a continuation. I don't know why, but I just. I just stopped watching shows like that. Even, like I said, with a movie, I go, there's a beginning and an end. With a show, I got to watch 20 episodes. You can watch shit. Black Mirror. I, yeah, it, I like Black Mirror because the, each episode has an ending. Any show where it's like a one-off and it's not like a next week on blah, blah, What blah. about a show with a resolution at the end of that show, but it has an overarching story? Like, Person of Interest. Yeah. And I, I mean, I used to watch... Um, criminal minds and it was like that they the case would come to an end like every now and then they would have like a theme that would like stream through this the uh season but for the most part there was an ending it so shows like that i can watch but like something where it's like next week on blah 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 i can't I you just... ever seen the blacklist mm-hmm. how much of that did you watch Mm-mm. you didn't like it Mm-mm. what was wrong with it I got tired of trying to figure out if um, that dude was her dad or not because I I didn't get past the first because I was like, is he or isn't he her father? <laughs> like, um, it's the fifth season, and I don't know. <laughs> you still don't know if he's her dad. I, it was too it much. It don't matter no more. <laughs> it don't matter no more. Like it, it, I just never thought it was her daddy. Anyway, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I stopped caring about that part. <laughs> I just cared about the fact that I just like Raymond Red. I just like. James Spader. James Spader. His voice, 
I just like his voice and, and how he how he how he talked. But I like. I mean, I, it wasn't a bad. But like I said, I like shows that have a resolution at the end and not like this big overarching story over the course of like fifteen episodes. But that's that's one thing I respect long. about <laughs> the blacklist because the whole show is centered around blacklisters, which is a whole list of people the FBI mm-hmm. looking for. So every episode. Is about one black lady. Raymond Reddington need to find one person that furthers his agenda somehow. Mm-hmm. And through five seasons of 20-some episodes each, it never fails. They have somebody that they're looking for every episode. Maybe with the exception of two or three, yeah. but that's out of like 100 episodes. Yeah, and I mean, again, Criminal Minds would have every now and then but like, like a, somebody they couldn't find. Yeah. And so it would kind of go on. But for the most part, every episode had a resolution they found the serial killer so yeah i just i don't know when i got like this but i just don't like (laughs) i'm uh instant gratification i want to know what happens i don't want to have to wait gotta find you a show yeah that isn't something that like i feel like you need to watch attack on titan is that a it's anime anime. yeah my brother i need to get you into a new anime you like the one punch man when are they gonna make another season it's, it was supposed to be coming at the end of this year, but it's coming in 2019 now, supposedly March. See, that's why I hate getting in the shit. Like with Rick and Morty, you got me into Rick and Morty, and then each time you have to wait like a year between But a tell me it season. ain't worth the ride. It's so amazing exactly. when it comes out. <laughs> exactly. But it takes so long. Now, I do feel it. like Attack on Titan with you would be a risk for me to be able to continue to say everything I done suggested to you is great. But <laughs> but I do think that uh, I do like it, and it's three seasons. William watches Attack on Titan. He loves anime, any, any anime, anything. But um, I've heard him talk about Attack on Titan. Um, yeah, I like it. But yeah. Anyway, um, what I be saying? Until we come the next. Until we come the next conversation, we out. <laughs> That was me. Oh, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Nigga.